This is the Star Wars Squadrons Podcast, Season 3, Episode 3, and I am very excited to have these guests on here. I've got uh, three members of Cobra Tide. Now, as far as I know, this is a squad that began with Star Wars Squadron, so we're going to get into all of that, the history of CT, and also the history of these players, so I'm going to introduce them here off the start and get their background on star wars squadron so first we're going to start with graf luca member of the community here you've been casting for the last while here graf glad to have you on the podcast for the first time yeah thanks thanks for having me so i'm curious how what was your background to flight sims and to you know star wars games i guess basically before you started got into squadrons tell me about your entry into it yeah, I actually started back in the 90s with the X-Wing series, and mm -hmm. I was a big fan of the 1994's TIE Fighter. Played it after school all the time mm -hmm. and uh, missed other tasks uh, over that. <laughs> and uh, uh, later, I had the collector's uh, CD-ROM edition with full English voice, and that helped me actually learn English. And uh, I, I always tried getting excellent the first hill is ours into everyday conversation but but i failed uh, in that regard though i mean the first the first kill is ours part it's a little a little trickier but i mean maybe the excellent part you get in there so uh when squadrons came out did you get it right away or how did you find out about star wars squadrons I think I saw a couple of trailers and uh, I was very thrilled for it uh, and I also heard that it was going to be VR and I knew I wanted to play it in VR and um, I think a couple of weeks after it came out I, I ordered my Valve Index and I thought I had to wait for five to six weeks for it but then it was there in a couple of days. Oh nice. And uh, was of course very very awesome. I started uh, with the campaign as they told us you should. And uh, then, then I first got into dogfights uh, as an A-wing main, of course, of because course. what else would you do? <laughs> in VR, especially I mean. in VR, that's <laughs> yeah. all what the VR people tell you. It's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and uh, over the dogfights, uh, I had an open mic because the VR headset has the the inbuilt mic, so it's not a big deal uh, having having the mic open. And uh, one of my earliest friends in the game was uh, CTX Wedge Antilles. Back then, he wasn't a CTX either. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember that I met him first in a dogfight on Xavian, and uh, he was quite disturbed because he had been racially abused earlier uh, in the game before. And uh, several people cheered him up then, myself included. And ever since we've played a lot uh, together, and then with the with the other CTX guys, Pisteria, Babuski, Jersey. Um, and much later, they kept uh, asking me to to join Discord, and I I thought it was mainly because the in-game voice chat uh, started to be more and more bugged around that time. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what Discord was, mm -hmm. and um, finally I gave in, and that was basically uh, then I was CTX the uh, the day after, and yeah, well, uh, that's how I got into the game and into the Discord and the community, basically. Hmm. Yeah, kind of a, a similar story for a lot of people. Yezrik, good to have you on the podcast. What 
was your background to flight sims and to, to Star Wars games kind of before it came out? Oh, um, I think I started with the X-Wing Alliance and the early series of uh, Ace Combat mm-hmm. series. Uh, after that, but I didn't... The, I think the game that made me fall, fall in love with this kind of games is uh, the Star Wars Old Republic. So they brought out the, the Starfighter PvP game mode, and that's where I started playing a lot of that. So... So when squadrons came, mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. I interrupted you. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, and that's the reason why I bought Battlefronts as well. So I was really excited when squadrons uh, came out. Yeah. So what was your experience when it first came out? Were you playing? Were you playing dogfights a lot more? Are you on console or are you PC? I'm playing. At first, I was with PS4, mm-hmm. and then I switched to PS5. Um, dogfight was a thing to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. for me. In the early days uh, till till now actually yeah because i mean i do have that kind of i mean earlier on especially i remember cobra tie being more of a dogfight team and then you know but i mean my then the cow cups you guys had uh fleet battles teams yeah, in there too there was fleet battles and dogfight teams mm-hmm. yeah but uh most of the guys i i uh kind of got to know from from dogfight so yeah mm-hmm. and that's the reason why they joined as well <laughs> Now, what's up, Doc? Also, glad to have you on the podcast here. Same question. What is your background to you know Flight Sims and to Star Wars Squadrons, kind of getting into it? Hey, Time Mom. Good to be here. Um, so I don't have very much of a background at all with Flight Sims. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of Star Wars games, I think the first one that sticks out in my mind was the uh, Rogue Squadron on N64. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to go over to my cousin's place and just spam that because it was super cool and fun and then just would play the arcade games of star wars here and there whenever i had the chance um but i started playing squadrons i think i caught it on sale for 20 bucks sometime in november oh, and wow. my friends and i uh who live near me they're like hey you know we know you like uh star wars this is pretty cool let's give it a shot let's go fly and see how it goes and are you playing on PC or console? Uh, so I'm on PC. I'm on mouse and keyboard. Uh, because at the time when I started, all the joysticks were out of stock or <laughs> insanely expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of remember that too. I mean, I remember trying to get one for... I have like the T-Flight 1 for Xbox. It's under my desk here. I never really used it, I guess. As soon as I started playing it, it was like I was like, this is way too hard. I, was like, I just did not want to take the time. Even though I have switched over to mouse and keyboard now, which is, you know... It, just as hard to learn i guess there's like most if you never play a most game it's tough to learn it but there was that huge shortage for a while on sticks that probably uh caused a lot of people to you know wait before playing or you know just decide to go other routes before playing <laughs> so yeah for sure it was uh it was pretty crazy i was like well i guess i could try this on mouse and keyboard if <laughs> i really like it three months i guess i can try to buy a joystick <laughs> uh so Cobra Tai, how did it start? You, I mean, Graf Luca, you kind of mentioned that you were asked to join the Discord, and that's how you kind of got onto Discord and found the greater community. But how did Cobra Tai first start? 
Um, I think that's probably best answered by Yesrak. He's been around since the beginning. Yeah, I I think that's my cue. <laughs> if that's okay. So yeah, like like every other game that you know one loves to play, we of course we want to look for players that you know to play with that is sort of like in the same wavelength to have fun with, and uh, that is actually what happened. I remember uh, Beach eighty nine being the first. Um, wingman I had Gork. and Darth Q I think I'm not sure yeah we were in the same server the TFA server mm -hmm. and Sitka and Flash I think we got them from the official squadron server and yeah so we, so we how did you end up like grabbing them Though I never actually found out how you grabbed mm -hmm. them. Were you talking to them um, in game, or was it messaging through those discords that you had them in already, or maybe a mix of both? Kind of knowing them from in game, so you messaged them on the discords. Yeah, some people I I just talk with uh, in the in game chat, mm -hmm. and um, like Sitcom Flash, it was more of a Discord thing. And what happened? Let me see. We got together, all together, and then we try to, we, uh, just a sec. Did you lose your notes? Did the cat get them? <laughs> cat ate his notes. Yeah, we, we got together and then we discussed, uh, we actually joined TFA at the beginning. And uh, that's where we got Mojo and Kara and all of them. It's so fun. Yeah, I mean, so um, many of these players you've listed do still play the game. That's awesome that it's got such history there. Sorry, go on. Yeah, unfortunately, Mojo doesn't play it anymore. It seems yeah, like rest in peace. Real life circumstances. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or not rest in peace like you died. That sounded so bad, but I mean, F, pay respects. Everybody loves I feel like Juco was someone who people across the community love, so I feel like everyone was kind of bummed, but he stopped playing because he played with, you know, I when Orange, we would play with him. I mean, Sabra, so many different groups knew him. Definitely, yeah. But then we kind of, unfortunately, didn't work out with TFA. And uh, we actually think we're thinking what to do next. And uh, yeah, we got together again and talked about it. And we came to the conclusion of just creating our own thing. Yeah, I mean, and hence CTX came to be. <laughs> oh, you skip. What about Sunset Ravens? Oh man, if I gotta tell the whole story, then it's gonna be six hours. Right, give, it, give us the cliff notes. Give yeah, what's what's Sunset Ravens? You can. I mean, we got the yeah. we got the time now. To, this is the time to do it, if ever. <laughs> gotcha. Well, before we have the Discord server, and this was before TFA. Um, yeah, we used a Discord server called Sunset Ravens, which was actually my destiny to uh <laughs> server mm -hmm. before so we were kind of renting out of space there <laughs> and that's where we gathered where the snakes gathered one after each other <laughs> so earlier on too was it mostly based out of dogfights because i it took a while before you, i remember you guys all being more into fleet battles too so was it was that the origin of it was the dogfights or, or am i wrong to think that no that's actually correct um so the, I met everyone through dogfights. So 
um, that since uh, at the beginning you wanted to have a group to be able to fly fleet battles. And yeah, so we were more concentrated on dogfight, let's say. And we enjoyed playing with each other and, and just killing, <laughs> murdering mm-hmm. other pilots. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so early on, like what I remember happening is that because it was still a lot of countries were in lockdown, um, so people from everywhere would get to fly a lot with, like all the North Americans would get to fly a lot with the Europeans, which is how we ended up running into Yesrak and Mojo and Kara and them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this game was yeah, a huge but, uh, pandemic game. Sorry, go on. Yeah, no worries. Uh, it's a gigantic pandemic game for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as I know, like most of Yesrak's recruitment happened through dogfights, and I think Mojo might have been the person who was like, "Hey, let's do this fleet battle thing," and you know, who's interested, who wants to give it a shot. Definitely, because I remember laddering with Chuko a ton in what would have been his EU morning, but it was like right before I was going to work, basically. And then, you know, we would play and then maybe get a game and then I would go and then I'd watch streams and stuff and he'd be playing with everyone. And he was into the fleet battles. So I think from what I remember him kind of getting a team together for maybe the first Cal Cup, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it was, uh, I think it was, it was Mojo, Kara, Darth Beach, Sitka, and then I think they had Cyber Raptor. <laughs> um who's another exactly. european yeah i think so they was from costa rica sorry go ahead oh costa rica you're right um uh-huh. so yeah they were super into fleets but uh they also like at that point in ctx is more like hey let's get a bunch of friends together and let's just play fleets and see how it goes uh we're not gonna go hard with the practice or go super hard like training up strategies because i think the attitude well you You've played with Mojo. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's generally fairly laid back. Um, so it, they were just kind of goofing off and doing fleets that way. Mm-hmm. But I think Chugo, you know, you know I'm, I'm over t- one thing about Chugo is he got shut charging very early, I think, with the Thai bomber. So he knew because he was playing on console, but he knew how to be really effective uh, Thai bomber wise from what I remember. Oh, yeah, he was uh, he was a super effective Thai bomber. Mm-hmm. And then uh, way that i got dragged into fleets was because mojo didn't want to play support anymore and nobody else wanted to play support so he was like hey doc you want to come play with us and i was like yeah sure okay story of every support main in the game today Um, at this point the beginning is primarily dogfight yeah and yeah that makes me wonder so at this point would you guys say that you're primarily fleet battles do you think it's changed Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're, I mean, yeah, we're kind of both, but you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 been founded on the base of of dogfighters, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and we still try to you know compete in every dogfight league there is out there. So I mean, you guys, yeah. oh, you guys have super annoying players <laughs> that come out of your group. Like honestly, like yeah, the other day I was messing around in support, trying to work on it a little bit, and I think I came across like Speed of Light. And oh. and I, I kind of wanted to quit the game, quit support basically after playing against him, right? Like, I mean, Sitka, one of the most dangerous, uh, <laughs> you know, PK players. I think there's so much strong PK play. Obviously, it goes a long way. What did you guys want to? Would you? Do you guys? 
want to see the game go more PK? What are, what are your thoughts of that with fleet battles even a little bit too? Um, so deep down inside every member of Cobra Tai, there is an, an insatiable bloodlust that can only be sated <laughs> by killing players. Um, and, <laughs> and so that kind of carries over to fleet as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I know for me personally, I am a little divided on that just because now I'm playing more support. So more PK would just make my life very sad. <laughs> um, but I would also just love to see a lot more player killing in uh, fleets. But I know that I get my fix from that in dogfights. Yeah. So are you guys in, you guys are in the Starcross Fighter League. You're in the, um, uh, shoot, why am I I'm spacing on the other 5v5 league's name? The, the squadrons, uh, the premier fight. Yeah. The premier league. So how has your guys, mm -hmm. how has it gone for you guys in, in those seasons of play? Why don't you walk me through the, how you guys have done in those, the teams you put in and how, also there is a couple different teams too. You guys could maybe explain, you know, there's the, the different dog fighting groups and the fleet battle teams. Maybe you could explain those a little yeah. bit. Sure. Um, so SPL, the first season of Dogfight League, when that came up, you should have seen Yesrax messages in the server. It was he was spamming all of us like ten times a day. Hey guys, 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 there's a dogfight league. We have to join. <laughs> um, and his enthusiasm managed to snag like three groups of players so we had the main fleet battlers we had the chukamojo sitka beach um darth and them they were like yeah sure we'll do dogfight um and then we had a group of kind of like north american based dogfighters with yesrak um and we were i would probably say the most serious about dogfight from the very beginning um and then we managed to we thought we could put together a third team but the time zones and just different things didn't work out with the third team so we took speed of light from that team and put them onto the second team um but from the very beginning i think that yesrak and i were always much more serious about dogfights and dogfighting strategy and uh dogfighting techniques than and loadouts than we were fleet. Mm -hmm. um, I know some people are like super serious into fleets and fleet strategies and stuff, but I had, for me, I think I had like a spreadsheet page for each map and each faction of loadouts and strategies. And I had a different Google doc with each team in season one of SPL and each pilot saying, what role they flew, what their tendencies were, what their weaknesses were, how to do this, how to counter that. Um, wow, you guys actually... So much more... <laughs> yes. Yeah, you guys took it deep. That's awesome, actually, because I haven't heard many people go that deep with both scouting and planning. Because, you know, most people are kind of like, yeah, we'll bring a repair kit on our TIE fighters, we'll bring four of those, or you know what I mean? Like, just seems <laughs> like it's... But that I think that's awesome that you went you went deeper with it. Any, any cuts from that that you, you may... Any notes from that you still think are applicable? Yeah, so I think that, like, there there seems to be this conception generally amongst most players that are still around now that dogfights are pretty brainless and there's not too much strategy there. And, like, uh, five tanky ties is the answer or, like, dampener scrambler X-wings is the answer. Um, but there's, like, there's a lot of 
nuance that can happen there. And sometimes people tend to think that there's one developed meta for dogfights, but it kind of kind of boils down to if the other team is bringing the same thing over and over, and you have experienced some success beating the other team. to the people who want to take the victory to change their strategy and force the, uh, I guess, the better team to adapt. Like for us, when we were playing Randos season one of SPL, we were like, how the hell do we tackle A1 and Jester? Mm -hmm. Oh shoot, dog, I think you might be cutting out. But there's definitely like, you know, Doc, Doc, sorry. I think you cut out a little bit there. So go back. What do you say? How do you tackle A1 and Jester? What was your approach? I think Time Bomb is cutting off there. Oh, is it me yeah, who's cutting? Yeah, oh, it's me who's cutting out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every, everybody is. I think you're both worlds cutting out. Perhaps oh, we're okay. on the European server here. <laughs> uh, I think this one is European, to be honest. <laughs> I think it is a European. <laughs> nice. Okay. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay, so the last thing I heard was uh, you, were asked, you were thinking, you were explaining your approach. How do you deal with A1 and Jester? Oh, yeah, no, the answer is uh, we'd never found out how to deal with both <laughs> A1 and Jester because at some point A1 left randos and we were like, thank God, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that makes it easier. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, no, there's still Jester. There was still Jester in some mode. We're like, oh, oh yeah, that's not new. Well, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, um, but there's there's a lot of like fun strategies that uh, teams aren't usually aware of in dogfights that might come across like cheese, or it might come across a little bit like that doesn't make any sense at all. Uh -huh. um, and I think the the example that sticks out in my mind is that uh, some some teams, I think, would run four Dampener Scrambler X-Wings uh, with the thought that, oh, okay, so no, nobody, they don't, don't have a target that they can pick. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we looked at that and we went, hey, that's not a bad idea, but what if we could force the other team onto a target so we always knew who they were shooting at? So what we would try is we would run, like, three Dampener Scrambler X-Wings, and one X-Wing we would force, we would say okay, you're just going to run Reinforced Array or something. So mm -hmm. the, the other team would be incentivized to try to dunk this guy. So we would always know who they were targeting. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's a lot more dogfight strategy that's unexplored. And I think that I would really love to see more fleet battle teams and just more players in general explore dogfights. Yeah, it is. Um, it, I think there is. Honestly, I... It's so funny for me personally. I started playing dogfights. I, I, that's how I liked the game. Then I moved into fleets, and I just hated dogfights. Like I felt so bad at dogfights for a good while there. Then I've slowly now gotten better, and now I like playing dogfights again. I've kind of come around. It's like full circle yes. for me now. It like took so long, but I just I do. But I'm the kind of person. I mean, it's not really a secret, but I'm known for loving the flight model as we know it like as the broken flight model like i think the high evasion is amazing i do think it kind of sucks for dogfighting in that way where though mm -hmm. it, you can get into those really like reductive loadouts whereas there's a um 
there's still fun to be had. Like you're saying, there's like, oh, well, we'll run four X-Wings, but the reinforce, and then you force, there's deep strategy there, but it's just taken a while for it to develop. Um, I think sometimes from a spectator point of view, that isn't the most fun. But I feel like when we played CT in dogfights, you guys weren't doing that, though. You guys had interceptors out there. This was in the, the Starcross Fighter League as well, so it was 3v3. But, I mean, I feel like you guys were making cool choices in those where we were more like, we'll go three TIE Fighters. And, and you guys were like, well, we'll bring an A-Wing or whatever it was. You know, like you. So were you motivated to go against meta? Or what, what are your thoughts there at all in the dogfights? Uh, with those, so I remember, I think we split orange in preseason of SPL season one. Um, you guys were running, I think, Mindfet with his meme beam mm -hmm. bomber with we did. assault shield. Yeah, yeah. we, we oh, had my, Mindfet. Uh, our our dogfighting team kind of fell apart, unfortunately, that season from scheduling, though. But yeah, we did uh, have, we had a pretty fun team that we put together. It just didn't work out. Yeah, <laughs> having Mindfet at that, in Mindfet Prime, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, oh man, that was those were savage times. <laughs> um, but yeah, so watching high level dogfighting is definitely not nearly as exciting or swingy as watching like high level fleet battles or just fleet battles in general. I can see that um, at at times. There's a lot of deep strategy. Yeah, yeah. I see. This is yeah, the thing, though, and and honestly, like I'm, I think from what I've seen, CT has done it in a much more interesting way. Like, I think in the 3v3, we were like, let's just, I, I think it was against you guys. We were like, let's just do interceptors or something like that. And we, that was way more fun to do it that way, right? Like, and you guys were like, yeah, let's bring out intercept. You guys were down, right? Like, I thought that was cool. And you guys did the same thing in the finals too of that one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, I think, so we're, we really enjoy dogfights and like graf said a lot of us came into the game as interceptor mains because so for me uh dogfights were like inject the adrenaline directly into my veins do not pass go just <laughs> full throttle all the time um and so we do change up what ships and what loadouts and everything that we fly depending on what pilots we're fielding and how we feel that the other teams weaknesses and what we can capitalize on that so if they are bringing like a bunch of icts and we're going to bring you know tie fighters and interceptors but if they're bringing like fewer icts and we'll put in some defenders because you know anti-star fighter missile and ion missile is always super strong mm -hmm. right but i think that's definitely one of uh, ct's strengths in dogfights is that we're much we're very very adaptable and we're very flexible with what we fly and what we can fly as strategies. So we're not uh, limited to just one or two strategies on each faction. Mm -hmm. um, and we do enjoy playing uh, fun little dogfight modifier games, which forces us out of our comfort zone and into uh, interceptors or A-wings or uh, supports or bombers. You guys have fun when you play Star Wars Squadrons? Not <laughs> unheard no, of. Not yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds awesome though. Not <laughs> Did any <laughs> of these ideas translate at all the fleet battles? Do you think it helps give you opens up fleet battles as well with that kind of thinking? Um, it does in certain ways, and in at sometimes. Um, I know that. I could never get rid of the bloodlust, so I still like shooting players, mm -hmm. even though I'm stuck buying a support ship sometimes. Um, but it also just, the biggest takeaway that we took 
from having just gotten trounced by Randallorians in season one SPL was like, oh man, their coordination is top notch. So we got to be coordinated. We have to communicate with each other. So all that practice communicating, switching targets and team shooting just led to better communication when we moved into fleet battles. Yeah, that's interesting too, because I, I see in the chat here, Beach is mentioning too how SCFO was different strategy than uh, strategy-wise than 5v5 too, which, you know, the same thing for 3PO versus, you know, uh, Fleet 5, so it, I'm just, it's, you can definitely see that. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of nuance between 5v5 and 3v3, just in terms of what you could bring, um, how much depended on uh, independent pilot skill versus um, team coordination. Like, I remember very early on I was flying a lopsided dogfight with Speed of Light, and I was tied up with three people, and he was tied up with two people. And then on my kill screen, I see that he kills both of them. And then he's like, All right, do you need help? I'm like, Oh, okay, well, yeah, sure, come on over. That's fine. Uh, so it's dogfighting is also has been a great arena for us to each individually level up our own mechanical skill as well. I mean, for me personally, too, I think it's actually one of the best places for me to learn a new ship. Like, lately, I've been working on my X-Wing and Defender, and I mean, I'm not going to find a fleet battle match, and uh, it's customs are hit or miss sometimes, so going into dogfights is actually the best way. Even if you, like, get a Murder Hornet stack or whatever, that's pretty good practice to just work on doing your power management enough that you can stay alive for a long time. So it's good practice in there, too, in dogfights, just to learn the model. Yeah, for sure. And it's just, it's... At this point, it's no longer the shortest game. <laughs> it used to be much shorter than Fleet Battles, but not really anymore. It's not at all. <laughs> I feel like everyone I get into is like so long. Are they 15 minutes? I feel like they go 11 minutes like every time. Like they're like a while sometimes now. I have noticed this. Yeah, that the even in SCF. The skill. Sorry, I said even mm -hmm. in SCFL, they time out nowadays. Um, oh, like, nearly yeah. all the time. Nearly all the time. It's only three v three. It's uh, it's only fifteen minutes, but it does time out. Oh my god, it's inc the it's. It, I would think they would probably be higher scores with more people out there in the fives than the threes, because I mean it's just more people to shoot at and shoot with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's some there's some pilots I think in gray like Kebla was working on dogfighting mods to make it much more adrenaline injected mm -hmm. and uh his mods were actually like super cool and really really fun definitely brought some of that tension that you that i remember feeling back in november and december of 2020 i think <laughs> of like oh my god i'm going to die <laughs> uh sort of yeah so, so we're doing we're there's some fun stuff in the community that's happening to bring back that fast-paced excitement of dog bites so i could so you guys also have like the 3PO teams as well. I feel like there's like at least Venom. There's a couple 3PO teams that you guys have out of Cobra Tie as well. Maybe I'm mistaken. You can clarify that. Yeah, no, that's yes, right. I think we actually, yeah, I think we actually have uh, three teams. Mm -hmm. We have, um, is it Cutie Ties in Zillow Division? I think it's Cutie Ties, right? Mm -hmm. uh, no, that's oh, I the Tiger. I have the time. Oh. Okay, I only mix uh, because a lot of uh, players pay, uh, play on both teams. Yeah, but the right the three PO team is I of the Tiger. Uh, then we have CTX Untitled in Rancor Division, which is the team Yesrek and I are on, and we actually have a game in slightly more than an hour today against Pretty Hot on Dathomir, the new Niwi team. 
Uh, and then there's uh, Venom. And basically what happened was we decided, or I think, I don't even know, I don't even remember who had the idea, if it was Yasserak or if it came from uh, from the Venom group. Uh, we are mostly European, but some of us are on, are also US-based. And we thought, okay, Venom, the roster is large enough to make two teams for 3PO. And then the idea came up, okay, let's do one uh, European team. Uh, exclusively european team and one uh, with all the us guys and then if they need need one or two extra players uh, they can also uh, get the remaining european players basically and uh, it it ended up uh, being yasserak and me on the team because he he had in shown interest uh, he hadn't been in uh, competitive fleet battles before so much i think and yeah, but for a long time at least for a long time at least and um yeah. We had the play-ins in the uh, second 3PO season, and um, for some reason, we don't quite know how, we won our playing. It was Nadiri, it was terrible, and I think uh, someone on the other team um, had a disc had, was AFK or had some kind of issues because they were uh, pressuring us so hard, and then we got our attack, and it took like forever, and we basically almost one-faced the ISD. And then we were supposed to have a second play-in, but couldn't do it for uh, scheduling reasons. And uh, Wookie ended up putting us into ranker, and I was horrified. Mm. I thought, oh dear, this is the second highest league. Mm -hmm. We're going to uh, lose every game. Um, but uh, we improved from game to game, um, still moved down to Nexu, but won the play-in back for getting up to ranker. And so far, we've, uh, uh, we're quite happy with, uh, with our improvement from game to game. And Venom is uh, top of the board in um, Minoc division at the moment. They are undefeated. We are undefeated. I don't quite know about either the Tiger. I think no Zillow division matches have... Uh, I feel like no Zillow division matches have happened this season. At least I haven't cast any. So uh, Is that the Doc top division? Getting ready for that, yeah. Is that the mm -hmm. highest? Oh, yeah, Zillow's, Zillow's highest Zillow. division, I think. This, uh, They're this all named the, uh... for different beasts. They're the most dangerous beast in the whole Star Wars universe is the Zillow beast, and that's ah. the highest division. Then we have the the Rancor, uh, the Nexu. That's uh, the creature Obi Wan is uh, attacked mm. by in Attack of the Clones <laughs> in the arena with the many many sharp teeth. <laughs> Uh, and then there's Bantha, which is a bit more relaxed, uh, and Minoc, which uh, and finally cute Porks. Uh, so this is the the six three uh, PO divisions. I guess I I never really realized that it went like I mean I guess I knew that because like the Porgs are the Porgs, and I didn't I just I didn't know what a Zillow was, but I, I never really got that it went through the range like that. Yeah, I'm in Zillow, and we, we're struggling to get our game. We haven't played any games yet. We need to do that for sure. Uh, I, think we, <laughs> yeah. I think we actually need to recruit a player for more. It's just me and Gonk right now, so <laughs> I gotta do that actually. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah, like we lost Chili because he's with third wheel now, right? Yeah, we we lost everyone. Because like, everyone from Sinisters, oh, Orange, and Tangerine is on a 3PO team or doesn't want to play 3PO. So <laughs> it's, yeah, we're a little sorry. Sorry, it's getting sidetracked. But 3PO, yeah, honestly, I think it's such a fun league. You do a great job casting as well, Graf. Luke, it's awesome that you, you know, you're very active doing that. And you, it's honestly so important, I think, that all these games get cast. So I think it's so great you step up to do that, man. Yeah, I like doing it, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't do it, but uh, I also agree on the part that um, it's it seems to be 
very easy uh, finding casters to cover all the SCL matches, but for all the other leagues, it's sometimes a bit more tricky. Mm -hmm. I try to cover as many games uh, as I can in all the leagues, basically, mm -hmm. uh, and it, it's great fun. In each game is um, is so entertaining. The, the the tight ones, of course, because you really are in there, and I I also fever with both teams, and I also. Uh, I always want to see a split. I never want to get one one team steam getting steamrolled or something. Uh, but even in the lopsided matches, uh, you can have a lot of fun and and go like, oh, what's what's happening now? Oh, this player Sitka has died. Finally, Sitka <laughs> has died. For example, uh, that, that's uh, something everyone can can agree to cheer on. And uh, yeah, so that's that's a lot of fun actually. And uh, I'm I'm glad that happened. I mean, I think that goes a long way in growing the community. We're kind of at this weird stage right now where the community is sort of... I feel like it's sort of a renaissance a little bit, and it is it is growing. People are sort of coming back to the game, and there's new people still finding it with some of the sales. And leagues, I think, do create a great avenue to get people playing more than just when the ladder times out. And, I mean, CT, you guys... You guys are fairly active recruiting too. What do you think? What do you think for? What do you guys put in your posts for new players when you're, you know, in the weekend Wednesday or weekly Wednesday, the Wednesday pilot? Why am I spacing on the name of that? The weekly Wednesday pilots searches. What What do you guys offer basically in CT for new player, new pilots? Um, I I don't think we have any anything posted there. Oh, okay. But um, <laughs> it's just you know we we just fly around with everyone and then you know if someone uh, cool and chill comes up and or if if there's a need for a certain team then yeah and then that's that's where we start the recruitment so you guys don't yeah i'm wrong i'm wrong you guys don't recruit in the weekly wednesdays you guys are invite only kind of a thing right um i don't even know what the weekly wednesday is that's honestly i think that's the cool post. yeah it's i like the reddit, reddit post so you guys are you guys aren't like actively recruiting new players that way it's like when you come across players you hit it off with that's when you kind of bring them into ct is that true yeah that's Basically, yeah, into we exactly. uh, yes, Eric does a, does a lot of it, and uh, basically we get friends with them first, and uh, then after a while, if we feel they they are a good fit, they are fun to hang out with, mm -hmm. uh, then we ask them if they were they want to join. Uh, sometimes we have uh, a team or a role in mind uh, we think we could get uh, we we could need them for, uh, but sometimes it's it's just oh come on. Uh, you know we're fun. We know you're fun. Mm -hmm. uh, let's let's join first, and then we can uh, think if we want to do something more. Because there's a, a lot of great players who are quite casual, mm -hmm. and sometimes it takes uh, it takes a while before they want to get into competitive play. And that's basically what what happened to um, most of the people I play with. Uh, what's what's now basically the the group around uh, Venom Squadron. Uh, we were signed up for uh, CTX a long time uh, before the idea came around to go into competitive play and mm -hmm. then we we started to get getting into that but it was really getting the people first um, fly with them get friends with them uh, and then see uh, if you want to take it to the next level basically and i mean yeah you guys have i mean you know you look at the pilots who have come out of there like the players who have you know gone to play with with Baywatch too at like the highest level. Like clearly, you guys are like a breeding ground for people to get to that top level of squadron. So I mean, it just it just shows another avenue that you guys came, you know, from the dogfighting side, and still, you know what I mean. Every it all kind of leads to the same place. Whereas it felt like there was more separation almost between dogfighting clans and fleet clans at a certain point. Whereas now we kind of well, we all chill together more or less now. I feel like. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah definitely. Because at a... the beginning, I think, yeah, there was certain clans that are known for just playing dog fights, and yeah. But I think, like you said, mentioned earlier, and now it's a little bit more. You know, we mix, <laughs> mix and uh, match, and yeah. Well, and for sure, three PO and three PO and SEFL have definitely helped that because a bunch of the dogfighters who weren't super into deep fleet strategies, they're like, oh, we can still kill people in 3PO, and that matters. <laughs> uh, it a shot. Well, this has been really cool. Yeah, I already mentioned, uh, I already mentioned uh, CTX was the first ever Discord server I joined, and I, did, I knew no nothing about any of the other teams or uh, squadrons, clans, and whatever, and... Um, it was about the time I transitioned over from dogfights to fleet battles because uh, we, that's when all the boost drifting and pinballing started and all of a sudden my A-wing uh, seemed <laughs> less, uh, not the safest place to be anymore and I didn't like that and I thought, okay, perhaps uh, I should do try, try out something different. Uh, and then I met Flying Chili and uh, joined CTX and at some point I said, ah, I don't like to play dogfights anymore. And he was like, what do you mean you've joined a dogfighting clan? And I said, oh really? I wasn't even aware. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're basically going to wrap up now. What do you guys see for the future for Cobra Tai? What do you like to see for the future of Squadrons? Uh, well, that one is super easy. Uh, we want more dogfights. We want more people playing dogfights. We want more people involved with uh, SPL and SCFL. Um, and, of course, with CTX, we'll still be here. Uh, we'll be spamming our dogfights and customs, so we've kind of shied away from public queuing uh, dogfights anymore. Um, and, you know, we, just love, we would love to see more pilots come out to dogfight. Well, that's something we can push. Maybe we got to uh, make some more dogfighting. I got to make some more dogfighting content. Maybe push that side a little bit more if I can. Yes. Yes. Very good. Yes, please. Yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, and all prob probably, I mean, we have. Um, it's not the most loved uh, of the Cadet Cup rule set, but there are these tiebreaker dogfights, perhaps. Uh, we can think about having uh, adding dogfights to the big tournaments probably at at uh, an intermediate round or in case uh, there is a tie or something. Uh, wait, I there's... think that could be fun and wait. We'll force people to uh, spend more time on on dogfights basically. So there's no there's a dogfight tiebreaker in three PO if there's if if like a, a there is yeah there is. That's hilarious. Uh, at least in Cadet Cup, uh, when the uh, in Cadet Cup, there's always a best of two, so mm -hmm. a tie is possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, if uh, in in the knockout rounds uh, that happens, then it's a five minute one v one tiebreaker dog fight. And uh, this is actually what happened in the last Cadet Cup last week, um, three times I think. Oh wow! That it was decided to buy uh, the dog fight, which is probably not something you expect when you sign up for a fleet battle tournament. Um, but it can can be interesting and oh, yeah. probably even more so if it wasn't one v one, but it was the whole team and or something, whatever. <laughs> that is, I mean, that could be pretty fun. They did or base races. That was the thing for the Twin Suns tournament that they did, where you had to like one one solo the flagship, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was super interesting. <laughs> that was yeah. Uh, fastest time was the X wing, Plasma's X wing by someone anyway yeah, we're beside the point <laughs> but very exciting to see you know ct push the dog fighting stuff and you know pushing squadrons i think that's awesome to have another community kind of pushing the game 
Yezrik. So Graf Luca I should give a shout out to your your social medias as well. Why don't you shout out your Twitch? Yeah, my Twitch. It's uh, <laughs> I should know. It's Graf Lucas. I'm not even sure with uh, or without lower dash. Let me quickly check it myself. You know, I'm pro. It's, yeah, it's uh, Graf lower dash Lucas with a K, and uh, I'll be live in like an hour with our three PO match. Amazing. Uh, Doc, do you stream? Uh, no, because I play on a public library hotspot, so I don't have enough bandwidth to stream and play. I don't even understand how you can play this game at the level you do on that uh, sort of an internet. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I play, with, <laughs> I play with people who complain about their connections. Like, do you, how, how could you let anyone, if anyone complained when they were playing with you, you would be like, dude, I'm on an library hotspot right now there's a homeless guy stealing most of this bandwidth checking his facebook account right now all right like this is bad hopefully hopefully facebook <laughs> yeah but uh i think i'm gonna be trying to make a dog fighting guide video probably hopefully within february so i'll if, if you're interested in some dog fighting strategies and ideas uh keep an eye out for that i'll probably get it posted up in the servers maybe reddit we'll see perfect and yeah thank you as well for being on the podcast and and starting ct how are you, what do you think how's the game looking for the future squadrons what are your thoughts um like doc said i, I really wish that like there would be more uh interest in a dog fight like kind of like the size of of scl because mm -hmm. there, there haven't been that much teams that uh, participated in the dogfight leagues mm -hmm. that are up now. So, yeah, more dogfights. That's the motto. <laughs> oh, hopefully we can get a few more people going in that game. As more players just kind of like come into the game, I think they kind of could go that direction before Fleet. So we'll see. Maybe we'll see uh, the next season of SPL have a little uptick in that direction. So thank you very much. Cobra Tai, having you guys on the podcast, going over everything with you was really cool to get the story. And thank you, everybody, for checking it out. We'll catch you next time on the Star Wars Squadrons podcast. I want to